Welcome to the Shelf Warmers Podcast, the show about toys, why we like them, our connections to the figures, and their relevance to bigger topics. I'm your co-host, Sugu, and tonight we're going to talk about, not about uh, Marvel shows or the MCU, but we're going to have a very toyetic discussion rounding out the year about our our best figures, basically. We've got a bunch of categories, including the most surprising. And I'm your co-host, Darby. And then we're also going to be talking about the most disappointing figures, which the guys at Hasbro know has to do with Rachel Summers. <laughs> Before we begin, by way of introduction, I'm Darby Harn, the author of the novels Ever the Hero and A Country of Eternal Light. I'm a senior writer for Screen Rant and a contributor for Star Wars Newsnet. I am also part of the Movie News Network podcast, talking all things movies, TV, and pop culture. I collect comic books, Star Wars toys, and things I really should not be buying. <laughs> and I'm Sugu, your co-host. I work in IT and education, and I'm also passionate about writing and story. You can find some of my travel writings on allaboutjapan.com, where I've written various articles about my life and perspectives in Japan. I collect mostly Transformers, but I've recently started collecting Marvel Legends figures and die-cast cars, such as Hot Wheels. Since living in Japan, I've developed an interest in tabletop gaming, so I also have a wide collection of board games. Happy New Year, everyone. Tonight, we're going to talk about our top five acquisitions of 2021. Uh, we've been looking around and seeing everyone else is doing it, so why not us? Um, and I'm going to... we Well, Darby and I started this on... Uh, basically, we uh, we decided to model our, our ranking off of actually uh, Bobby Skullface's ranking. So we've got the the disappointing and the, then the surprising and then the worst and then the best and then our personal favorites um yeah anything you want to add to those categories before we define them um not really i was i'd say i was trying to think last night of like what other categories you know we could kind of come up with on our own but maybe uh could be a good opportunity for folks uh, listening if they have suggestions for next time we do this yeah absolutely let it let us know i will say for myself um this is probably the only year that i will have so many figures to choose from to rank uh <laughs> i i bought so many figures this year i do not expect to to buy the same amount next year um yeah <laughs> Because I looked that's, at my Transformers, for example. My Transformer collection, I only bought maybe seven total. Um, uh, there's always something for me to choose from. But, um, yeah, you bought a ton of Legends this year, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's go through the categories one by one. Um, the first one is disappointing. What that means is the figure itself might be very, very good, but for whatever reason, it was just disappointing either um something something was missing 
uh, to turn it from a total wow factor. For whatever reason, it's just disappointing. It could still be a very good figure, but it's just meh. I, I hope that part makes sense. So, without further ado, Darby, do you want to start or do you want me to? Well, I can start because I, I think we have one in common. Um, <laughs> yep. One of the most... Di- one of the most disappointing figures for me this year was the Loki figure from the Loki series. And I was such a huge fan of the show. Um, and this particular figure is disappointing on a number of levels. One, he's just a little bit boring. I mean, the co- the costume or the figure is accurate to the costume, but in the likeness, uh, Tom Hiddleston is good. It's one of the better ones, but it's a very boring figure on a body they've used, uh, I think, dozens of times at this point. This is sort of their suit body. Uh, folks who uh, collect Marvel Legends will have seen this numerous times. Uh, figures in suits. He has a new jacket that has a li- you know new some new detail, but just for as excited as I was, this was a great wave. That 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 first Disney Plus wave, and um, of all the figures in it. Um, this one was for me the most disappointing. Yeah, that's my number four. Um, and and you know I call him Office Drone Loki, and it's just such a boring figure. It's not colorful. It's not. I mean, I could it. it you can get any figure dressed in a suit and tie, and it's fine, right? It's all the same. To make Office Drone Loki more interesting in my collection, I had to go out and buy a dollhouse desk, office desk, and office chair just to add a little bit more spice and humor to that figure. I made some books to scatter around on his desk just to give it some life, but yeah, it's boring. Yeah, he became more interesting with Sylvie when she came out, and Sylvie is an all-new figure. But just yeah, he he's he suffered from just being you know, one Marvel Legends is great. It's a great line. I would say we don't have a category for best line of the year, but if we did, Marvel Legends would would take it walking away. But one thing they do to sort of be able to generate so many uh, figures is they reuse a ton of parts, and and on the whole, that makes enormous sense, especially on the comic book side. On the realistic side, on the MCU side, that gets that can get a little bit uh, hit or miss, and this was definitely a miss for me. Um, I'd love to see a, a Loki in the future that's new, uh, but we'll see. You know, I, I'm trying to think: was there a Loki I would have preferred from the show? There's certainly ver- variants of Loki I would have loved to seen. President um, Loki. President Loki comes yeah immediately to mind. Um, so we'll see. I have a feeling we'll probably see some in the future, but I'd like to see. Um, I love the Sylvie figure, but she one thing she doesn't have. I'll save this for disappointing. Uh, well, I guess we're in disappointing, aren't we? Yep. Um, uh, I'll just say real quick on her then. The uh, she doesn't have the thing that that sort of cheats her out of being one of the best figures of the year is she doesn't have an alternate head sculpt where she's got the crown where she's wearing the little broken crown but she also uh, for most of the show doesn't wear the crown and i would have preferred uh, a head sculpt that has uh just her with sort of her hair out and the crown off 
uh, especially at the end, because that that's sort of how Sylvie comes to sort of at, at a certain point. That's her basic look. And um, that would have been great. I have a feeling we'll get that figure because they'll want to sell. That's an easy figure for them to sell you. Um, but that's uh, that would have been appreciated. That would have put her over the top. Yeah, I, I like that figure. It didn't make any of my lists, I don't think. Yeah, it didn't make any of my lists, but I like that figure. My only issue with it is that her cape or her cloak is so rigid that you have very little arm articulation without bending the cloak out of shape. Like right now I have her posed um, with one arm reaching out and it really interrupts the cloak and is almost pushing it off of her, which I don't really like that part. But for, for me, it's a fine figure. It's fine, yeah, and it's um, it's uh, she's a, a if you're a fan of any these shows, she's a must-have, and they will sell you a new figure who has the new head sculpt and not the cloak, but the same body, and will buy it. And yeah. but so um, and then she'll be another uh, maybe conversation on that list too. So um, that's a good example of where they fall short in some places for you know just personally they could have gone the distance a little bit and you know you're wondering like why do some figures get some figures come with a ton of gear there's a bunch of figures that we're not going to talk about today that could easily be on the list because they're they're overwhelming with gear um you know a good example that comes to mind is a figure i don't have but is the uh but it's the war machine the marvel legends deluxe version of war machine um i would say probably one of their best offerings of the year i don't have it but um, he's just absolutely tricked out. Yeah, and tons someone of like, accessories, tons of options. Yeah, all really new good. sculpt, uh, and then and then you get office drone Loki. <laughs> what can, yeah? What can you do? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's just he's just a dude in slacks and a tie. <laughs> like, yeah, change the head, and you can put him in any in like office space. The movie, you know, it's like, oh uh, yeah. You sort of imagine like back in the 80s if this was all going on back then and you know the Kenner you know Kenner was making MCU toys back in the day and and Office Drone Loki would be the dude who would not be going anywhere he'd be backed up at KB at Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah. He would be the shelf warmer. So, oh, kind of close he, to our he heart. He would be the shelf warmer. <laughs> yes. We should give out awards Sugu. We should since they're shelf warmers, we should different have... levels of clearance stickers. Yeah, like you know, like half off, ninety percent off. Like you're not going anywhere. All right. So, what's your number four figure? Uh, disappointing figure four or three? Uh, your your choice. Well, they're both kind of the same. I would say um, I don't really have for some of these. I don't have sort of. A ton, some I do, but I, for disappointing, I think two of the disappointing figures were the Fantastic Four retro wave, Marvel Legends wave, the Mister Fantastic and the Thing. And yeah. I'll start with, I'll start with the Thing um, because this is one of the best figures that Legends has ever done. But it, the best version they did of it was the very first one. This was 2018 in the uh, Walgreens exclusive. 
Uh, this new one, the, I, I, I should say that this is a, if you don't have the Fantastic Four or you're just a Fantastic Four fan, this is a must-have, this wave. Um, but from the figure standpoint, um, they, the, they've done a couple versions of the things since 2018 and the paint on them is not great. This, I suppose on this one is sort of accurate to the animated series, which is the vibe they're going for. Um, but I would have preferred a wash on this guy to sort of bring out the detail. He has an insane amount of detail. If folks are familiar with the 2018 one, it's one of the best not only is it one of the best sculpts they've done, it's one of the best uh, paint jobs detail that they've done. The 2018 um, one, is that the one with the Super Scroll? No, uh, that is the t- 2020 version. Oh, jeez. Yeah, 2018 is the Walgreens exclusive. He doesn't come with any parts. Uh, this is your man right here. I uh, can't see him too well. Um, but he has, and you can't see it cause it's dark, but he has, uh, this, uh, black wash, which brings out all the nooks and crannies of the, uh, his sort of rocky exterior mm-hmm. and he, it's perfect. It's perfect. This figure is perfect. And it, the same figure in the retro wave, but he's just sort of, um, just orange there's no real wash to bring out the detail he has a new head sculpt which i suppose is accurate to the animated series but to me it's just really soft and not very good um but if you don't have one if you want a thing who generally is one of the uh, most popular figures uh in any group that he's in then he's a he's a must buy so Uh, the 2000 Sorry, the 2018 Marvel Legends thing, the one that you have, is the yeah. same as this retro wave? It's the same yes. figure? The same body, yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah, you were saying? All, all, no, I was going to say, it's, but this, the Walgreens figures um, have become very expensive uh, on the secondary market. They were hard to come by, and then they're gen- and they were the first legend marvel legends well they weren't the first marvel legends fantastic four they were the first in a long time and they're generally considered by most collectors to sort of the best versions of this these are the kirby versions uh you have the 2020 wave which uh accompanied the doctor doom figure uh were sort of the modern comic the current comic sort of that black and uh, blue, sort of not, sort of the inverse of the Kirby colors. I just, I'm not fans of those versions. And then this retro version is the John Byrne 1980s blue and white um, negative zone uh, costume colors, which then became the animated series look, and then by then as a consequence became sort of generally how people think of the Fantastic Four. Um. And they're my personal favorite costume, so these were a must-buy. But the execution on some of these was iffy, and that extends to Mr. Fantastic, which is a good figure. He comes with the lab coat, which was a nice touch. But he, um, the, Mr. Fantastic, stretchy guy, he comes with these sort of long, stretchy fingers. But there's so much more they could do with them that they didn't, especially for a figure that... that you, they've done a few times now rather than a lab coat like throw in some sort of extent the walgreens version of mr fantastic 2018 had the elongated arms and 
very cool, you know, sort of Stretch Armstrong sort of thing. This one doesn't have any of that. Yeah, I was thinking like, and I was saying before that uh, Mr. Fantastic should have should not have been a PVC mold that they used to, like all the other bodies. It should have been that Stretch Armstrong like vinyl stretchy that you can that you could actually mold into whatever shape or pull as long as you want like that's what they should have done for mr fantastic that's his character yeah that or i would have at this stage uh, with uh, in legends i would have i would be tempted to do him as a build a figure and i would just do the biggest most complex stretchy bendy um you know sort of version of mr fantastic i could where he's sort of looping and doing all these things and um that'd be kind of cool i know some people don't like that kind of thing the sandman uh we were talking about this the other day the sandman build a figure from the amazing spider-man uh from spider-man 3 the sam raimi spider-man 3 is notoriously one of the the worst and most disliked marvel legends figures ever he's basically just a statue but at the same time there's there, you are able to do different things like that you know um you don't necessarily just have to do a big bulky guy because that's what people sort of expect but but they're they're good figures like i said if you're in the market for fantastic four they're they're a must buy um but they they for me personally they were kind of disappointing and i don't know what it would take to buy more ff figures i have them all now all with i don't have the 2020 versions i should say i don't have those um those didn't interest me at all um but i have the kirby and i have the john Byrne, and i'm super happy with them i guess for me the disappointing list um i'll go through mine kind of quickly i've got three runners up which uh maybe i'll skip for today we can talk about it in in another episode but uh my number five disappointing figures is um the i believe it's neca uh portal the video game chell character i overall like the character and like what she represents but the character is kind of boring um this is it right here it's it's okay but it's more of a statue than a figure like the stand that it comes in it's got two pegs in the in the base that means that the pose can only be this one pose like that's it and the pose itself is not that interesting um she's just standing there so i can't simulate like a long fall jump or anything like that she's just standing there portal gun in hand that's it so yeah that's fairly disappointing I was really hoping for much more with that figure. Um, and then my number four is, as we've talked about, Office Drone Loki. Um, number three is the SH Figure Arts Kingo. Uh, SH Figure Arts Eternals Kingo. I like the figure overall. Um, and I've talked before, I, I love the design of the, of the clothing, of the uniform. But something about it just doesn't quite it, it doesn't really uh, bring out all of its charm as the character has. Like he's kind of stuck in this really serious po uh, serious face, but he was like one of the funnier characters in Eternal. So to, to not have that humor in the character 
is a is a big misstep. Um, and then the other thing that that I personally don't really like is uh the character's skin color is a lot lighter than what he is like they they've lightened up his skin and i don't really like that like uh uh kumail kumail is much more brown um but they lightened him and this ties into a bigger thing that i don't like with sh figure arts is that they do tend to uh minimize their minority characters and they tend to maximize their majority characters so but that's my number three disappointing number two sh figure arts professor hulk uh from endgame it's a good it's a good enough figure but the face is just um just stern which doesn't really fit that character and then he's in a jumpsuit which completely kills all of like the body definition that the Hulk has. It just, it looks more like a onesie than it does a tracksuit or than like anything. It's, it's just, it, the proportions are all wonky now. It just doesn't look, it doesn't look good. He just looks like a baby in a onesie. I'm sorry, but he does. He doesn't have that like muscles into him or anything like that. That's that's so weird uh, image, uh, mental image of uh, the Hulk, <laughs> the Hulk as a baby. But it's kind of I accurate, didn't... though, right? Like before Professor Hulk, the Hulk was yeah very much the id. It's one of the few MCU looks, uh, especially recently, that I I didn't like at all. And uh, that particular jumpsuit, the purple sort of jumpsuit they arrived at, has some history has some origins I should say in the comics but I just I just don't I don't think that worked and that's one of the I the Hulk was in Infinity War slash Endgame the Hulk as a character in his arc evolved a lot and I think one of the casualties of that process was his look which was kind of odd and I would have preferred him he's at one point he's wearing you know he's got sort of just very casual clothes he's wearing a hoodie he's carrying around the tacos I actually would have preferred that uh, as a figure. Yeah, like it, it, that that outfit has more personality than this than yes. this jumpsuit. It's just so it's so lackluster. Yeah, uh, yeah. So those are my uh, four ranked, and then my number one disappointing figure uh, is a bit of a controversy between the two of us, but it really isn't mm-hmm. actually. Um, my number one is actually SH figure arts, Harley Quinn. And I say that to say this, it is a beautiful figure. The sculpt is absolutely stunning. It is amazing. It is actually a runner up for one of my best figures of the year. It is so good, but that's what makes it so damn disappointing too, is because it is so, so close to perfect but it doesn't have any accessories. It has stuck just the figure itself, which means that for posing, you're stuck with standing there. The best I can do is have, have her leaping in the air, arms up, but that's the best I can do until I steal my wife's Harley Quinn mallet from another SH Figure Arts. 
Yeah, Harley. I'll talk about Harley uh, in one of our other categories. But yeah, I would agree that what what prevents her from being arguably the best figure of the year is the lack of accessories, which um, I know some people, uh, Skullface in particular, are very upset with. I totally get it. Um, I don't think it's enough to knock her. It's enough to keep her out of contention for the best figure, but I'll talk more when I get there, but just from a a Harley Quinn fan, um, this is uh, maybe the best, well, it's certainly the best figure of the live-action Harley they've ever done. There's no contest. Absolutely. Lights out. Uh, whether or not she's one of the best Harley figures ever, she's certainly one of them. Uh, if she's better than some of the animated ones they've done, I think that's probably in the eye of the beholder. But um, there are animated ones that come with a galaxy of accessories that puts this one to shame. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's such a good figure. But because it's such a good figure and it missed out on like the one of the key elements of Harley, it just went straight to number one disappointing now that doesn't mean i'm upset with it that doesn't mean i regret buying it i am super happy with this figure it is definitely like an amazing figure i still love looking at it yeah but it flew so close to the sun and didn't quite get there unlike icarus who flew directly (laughs) into the sun and that therefore died fyi eternal spoilers (laughs) um if you didn't catch it from his name. Icarus, I'll put on my list the one final disappointing before we move on. I'll put collectively the Eternals uh, Marvel Legends line. Not because they're bad figures, not by any stretch. Just because they they were just kind of boring. And they, I for me personally, um, they put Gilgamesh as the Build-A-Figure. Gilgamesh was my dude. He was my favorite guy in the movie. And um, by putting him as the Build-A-Figure, they basically locked me out of buying these figures, uh, just, like, you know, jumping on them. I'll get them when they go on clearance, and they're going to go on clearance because, uh, unfortunately, the movie didn't land, and then also the figures didn't land. These are falling, literally falling off the pegs everywhere. It's a shame because they are really good figures. Some of these likenesses are... The Camille Nagiani likeness on the Legends, I think, is better, Sugu, than um, the figure arts one you're talking about. I um, I think you're right. He's got a he actually has a facial expression. Yeah, he's got just a little bit of that sort of Camille sort of um, grin slash smirk, however you want to say it. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have the laser fingers, which is a huge disappointment as a, the sort of the pew pew pew. But like yeah. that that that, that would have put him over. But the other likenesses, especially Angelina Jolie as Thena and uh, uh, Selma Hayek as Ajak, um, really, really, really good. Um, so those will be, I look forward to getting them at the 75 to 90% off level here in the near future. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that because one of my runner-ups for disappointing figures is uh, the Marvel Legends Makari from Eternals. Um, yeah. She's a runner-up because... The face sculpt is just a little bit off. It's just a little wonky. And it doesn't quite look right on her, right? Like, there's something strange and a bit off-putting about it. But, okay, fine. That's the face sculpt. But the other thing is Makari is the speedster. 
and you cannot put her in a speedster pose which i think is just weird like imagine buying a flash figure but you can't get him to look like he is running it's the same thing with Markari. You cannot get her in a running or a speedster pose. Like you can't do anything dynamic with her. I'll say, yeah, I Makari, the couple things about Makari, Makari, the rarest of the Eternals figures here. I don't know if that's because she's the most popular and she's the only one people bought or she just didn't get the distribution. What happened with the Eternals real quick is that, um, you know, generally what happens at retail is you get the cases and it has the whole wave and they're, they're generally one per case and you'll have one figure in there that's two per case. What happened with the Eternals is that the Target and Walmart both got solid cases of each individual figure. Mm-hmm. So you have, in some cases, you have 20 or so of each of these figures. Um, Makari, she did not get that kind of avalanche of that I've seen personally. Um so she's she's uh, not going to be one. I'm probably going to end up getting on clearance because she's she's just not that that available. Uh, she's also not a figure they're going to revisit, um, yeah. which is a shame because she is made for uh, now that the movie's out and Hasbro has probably seen her in the movie. They're like, they could have done so many cool like effects. Her sort of the, you know the gold absolutely. Sort of. And that she makes it total sense as a figure to go back to and sort of update now that they've seen the movie. None of these figures are going to get updates, um, unfortunately, unless we see them again down the road in the MCU, which we will. But I, I'm going to say, and I hope I'm wrong, I'm going to say that given the performance of the Eternals figures, that none of these guys are going to get uh, a revisit, at least in the near future. Yeah, I mean... Ajax is probably your your best bet to definitely because she probably won't make another appearance because you know what happened to her in the movie but yeah like I like the figure overall with Makari I I like her I like the character like everything about it but the figure is just it's a bit of a disappointment similar to um yeah like you were saying with the Marvel Legends Eternals line I definitely think Gilgamesh should not have been the build figure. That was a mistake. Huge, huge bummer. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break to let you know about some exciting developments on the podcast. First of all, thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying it. Uh, if you like our content and you want more of it, you can subscribe to our channel and get additional conversations between Sugu and I. So stick around after the episode for a quick sample of what you could get. If you want to give us any feedback, Feel free to let us know your thoughts and opinions at shelfwarmers at gmail.com or on Twitter at shelfwarmers. Thanks for listening. And now back to the show. Well, let's, let's go into something a bit more positive. How about surprisingly good? Like the ones that you bought and, uh, oh man, these are, this is really good. Yeah, I think for me, um, the one that was most surprising of the year was the star Wars vintage collection. IG 11. Who's from the Mandalorian. Um, I just figured that when they did him, that he would be mostly based off the existing IG 88, who is from empire. Um, this is a completely new figure and he is bald jointed everywhere. He has an insane, the, the character in the Mandalorian, uh, is able to do all, he can twist around, he can shoot in 360. He, you know, 
torso, head. His head is actually moves in three different sections. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. In three different, it's sort of it's cut in three different places. The torso moves around. He has ball joints that allow him to, to shoot backwards or forwards. He has oh, ball jointed cool. hips. Um, he's a fantastic figure. Um, really unexpected. Um, and a perfect example of what the, these guys at Star Wars can do in this scale. I mean, this is psychotic, and I was really pleasantly surprised. Um, a contender for best figure of the year, for sure. I have I have one or two that I would put over him. But just from, like, you know, this was one they could have probably phoned in, and they didn't. Wow, that's pretty cool. If they made is it in Black Series as well? It is. He was a Black Series figure from 2019, and that was a figure that they repainted the existing IG-88 <laughs> Black Series, which is one of the worst Black Series figures I've ever done. All right. Well, that's that. Uh, any other surprisingly good ones? Um, There's, a, there's a, just a bunch. Um. I don't know. I th- I think the um, I'm going to talk a little bit about some more about sort of the MCU stuff, but maybe this is a good spot just to say real quick that um, the sculpting on the MCU figures in particular, the ac- the facial sculpts, the accuracy has gotten scarily good, and um, they're not in my favorite figures this year. Uh, or best figures for me personally, but they easily could be two figures. I'll mention real quick um, is the Baron Zemo from the Disney plus wave. The, the likeness to Daniel Brule is crazy. He's sort of, I was just thinking about that. He's sort of on my desk judging me. And then um, (laughs) the, the Katie figure from Shang-Chi is the, the likeness of Aquafina is maybe the best likeness they've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, she it's just Aquafina, but they shrunk her down, and it's it's it, uh, it, Aquafina. It, she's has this very uh, distinct sort of jawline, um, and they somehow got it into the figure like perfectly. Um, and usually they're you know usually they're not they're they're really good. They're not perfect. She's her and Daniel Brule. I would say they're perfect. Yeah, I mean. Marvel Legends Zemo is one of my runner-ups for for surprisingly good because that sculpt is really quite amazing. Um, and then also for me, it, not just Katie, but Katie, Wenwu, and Shaoling, and Death Dealer, but Death Dealer is much easier. Um, I have all of them, and they just look incredible. Uh, their face sculpts are, are amazing, so they're, they're my runner-ups yeah. as well. Oh. All the Shang Chi figures are, are really outstanding. She is, uh, she's lights out though, Katie. Yeah. And once again, thank you again for the Katie, because that uh, wasn't coming here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, she was uh, another reason she's so good is I got her for seven dollars because they blew her out immediately. Um, uh, she was another figure that Target. She's a Target exclusive that they had cases upon cases of. And they blew her out right away. Um, it's more than worth it. She's more than worth the retail price. But it was uh, um, getting her at that kind of discount. That's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, so mine, uh, surprisingly good. Now, this 
for me, this was a really hard category because all of my figures, like, as I said at the outset, I like my entire collection. Um, yeah. All of them are really good figures. So which one was really surprising? Like, which one was I... Um, upon discovery or even acquisition, I opened it and I was just thoroughly surprised like how good it was. Uh, so my number five is actually uh, Marvel Legends Miles Morales Spider-Man. And so I bought it and I knew that my Mayfex Miles Morales Spider-Man was going to be better. Mayfex, is this, of course, right? So, so yeah, is this ahead. the... Is this the Gamerverse or the Spider-Verse? Yes, yeah. The Gamerverse, the one with the armadillo wave, I think. Yep. So I knew that the um, that my Mafex Miles Morales, which has the same design as the Gamerverse, so the, uh, the comic accurate, I knew that the Mafex was going to be better than Marvel Legends um, Miles Morales because Mafex, right? That's a it's a different it's a different market what i was not expecting was how close those two are in terms of quality oh man like the the, gamerverse figure is easy candidate for one of the best legends yeah holy moly it is it is stunning just how good that figure is like there are some parts where it's actually better than the mafex one um, some of the details in the legs are better than the Mafex one. Um, the Mafex has magnets in the feet and hands. That's true, but Miles Morales has the uh, the lightning touch in his hands um, for both of them. It, it is such yeah. an incredibly good figure. He's ostensibly the game reverse from the game uh, figure, but really what he is is he's the comic book Miles, and he's far and away. Um, the best version of Miles in, from Legends, from Hasbro, that they've ever done. Um, and uh, I, he's one of my favorite figures. I got him and Doctor Strange from that wave, and I didn't have a Miles before, so he was a lights-out pickup. He's also become, not surprisingly, the most popular figure from that wave, at least at the moment. Um, uh, everything Spider-Man is on fire right now. But um, you can careful. I still uh, haven't seen the movie. Oh no, spoilers! But the um, yeah, good luck finding Miles anywhere uh, retail, online, whatever. Number four is my Marvel Legends. I think it was Retro Doctor Doom. Uh, it's yeah. the one that comes with two books and no gun. I was uh, you recommended it. I bought it. <laughs> Very common theme. Um, I bought it and, you know, I got it and it was good. I liked it. It was fine. Uh, But then I wanted to utilize those books that he got. And they're the exact same books that uh, Grey Beast has, like even the inside pages. So it's a, you know, I wanted to do something different with them. And so I bought some colored wire and I attached the books to the figure so it looks like they're floating around him and it just made the figure pop so much. Uh, I was really surprised at how much of a difference it made. Um, yeah, it was, it was incredible. It was just such a big surprise that that potential for that figure was there. 
and then just making those books float around him definitely pulled it up into a much higher category that's that's really cool you you always do sort of creative things with yours i don't i don't have the brain to do this sort of <laughs> i'm always impressed by people's displays like that you know they they do things like they hang stuff or they do a little diorama um uh i didn't have doom on my lead on my list because i didn't get that figure but that figure is the 2020 bait it's the same figure the 2020 Doom, which is one of the best Marvel Legends figures ever, period. And it's absolute. If you're a Doom fan, it's absolute must-buy. Yeah. Either version. Either version. Yeah. Uh, so my number three, some people might say it's cheating, but I don't care. It's our list, so whatever. Um, yeah, we do whatever <laughs> we want. <laughs> uh, it's the Watcher. Uh, it's a Build-A-Figure, but the Watcher... It is so good that I actually decided to buy the rest of the wave uh, figures that I wasn't really interested in collecting. But the Watcher figure itself is so good that I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to get the get all of the figures. That figure is incredible. Like it it has a presence. And and for me and my display, I put them off in the corner looking looking at everyone Um so he's not in a prominent position at all in the display. And yet he still outshines everyone near him. Like he's like the eye still goes to his display and he's surrounded by a bunch of other good figures. He is, uh, I don't have him and I, I didn't get all the wave, which I kind of regret now, but there's some figures I didn't want, and there's some figures in that group I'd put on some of these categories, disappointing, etc. But um, I will wait for when they inevitably repack uh, Watcher as a figure for What If Season Two, like a deluxe. Or they do, yeah, uh, you know, or maybe they do the armored version, which would also be cool. I was gonna say but, I like that Watcher yeah. armored version. Yeah, for sure. And that that could be a two pack with uh, Ultron Vision. That would be super cool, and who knows? We might even get him in live action, and there might be an excuse to do him again. <laughs> That'd be weird. Yeah, I saw him in. Uh, I want to say Funko Pops. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw him there. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought of a new category for our list: <laughs> missed opportunities. Yeah. Oh, I got one. <laughs> uh, okay, so my number two and number one are fairly easy guesses for people who have been listening to the podcast, but my number two is Obsidian Surfer for everything that I've talked about before. It is such a stunning figure, and uh, like it was doubly surprising. One, because I didn't know about it, and I just saw it in the store on the hunt, and I was like, whoa, this is... This is such an incredible figure. I got it home. I took it out of the box. I went, whoa, this is even better than in the box. Like, I was doubly surprised with how good that figure is. Um, So, yeah, that's my number two. And then number one, um, kind of for the same reason, actually, is the Gray Beast. I didn't know about it. I picked up in the store and went, yeah, it's okay. Um but then I saw that it came with a book and glasses and I was like, that's really cool. And then 
I took it out of the box and posed it. And I was really surprised again at how good it is. Um, you know, num- my number one, and number two, they're fairly easy as well because they were one of the first Marvel legends that I bought in this giant spending spree that I did this year. So <laughs> like the surprise factor for those two is very high anyway. Yeah. The beast, uh, is, I don't have the gray beast either, but, um, that body is what they've been the was what they used for the blue beast and then uh partially for the age of apocalypse beast uh that that i think was last year yeah i um, bought that one too dark beast a dark beast and um one of the again one of the best the base beast sort of the blue or the gray one of the best figures they've ever done yeah all right, so we're going to stop here today, and we're going to continue next week with our worst, best, and our favorite uh, acquisitions of this year. Well, of last year. And then I just want to say real quick, too, um, uh, rest in peace, Betty White, uh, who passed away yeah. the other day. Um, uh, Betty, who is uh, uh 99 and who was uh, a big part of TV for the history of television and uh, was a big uh, part of uh, a big source of entertainment in my childhood and then as an adult too and so um, just wanted to mention that real quick because I know she was uh, she meant a lot to a lot of people me included I remember back like four years ago or so when the first wave of pop culture icons of our generation started uh, started passing away. The internet, not meme, but the internet concern was always someone check on Betty White. Is she okay? Um, yeah, this is a almost weekly thing on Twitter for a very long time. And it sort of was touching at the same time. It was sort of like, okay. But which is what made yesterday so sad, but a lot of great stories, a lot of great anecdotes about Betty White going around yesterday. She was a trailblazer in a lot of ways. And, um, I just wanted to mention real quick, um, uh, about that. So, um, yeah, again, folks, a happy new year. Hopefully 2022 is better, uh, you know, than 2021. Hopefully there's a lot of positive things and things improve for everyone. And, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you see you next time, I guess. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, happy new year, everyone. Uh, it's been a rough couple of years. Let's let this year be the... Uh, be the start of a different trend huh yes that'll do it for today folks thanks again for joining us once again i'm darby harn and you can find more information about me and my books at my website darbyharn.com i'm also on twitter at darby harn sugu how can they find out more about us in the podcast you can follow us on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts You can reach us at our email address, shelfwarmers at gmail.com. Send us feedback about the show, your thoughts, opinions, recommendations, and insights on our perspectives. We're always happy to hear from you, our audience, and we'd love to share your opinions on our next show. Again, 
That's shelfwarmers at gmail.com. And if email isn't your thing, we're also on Twitter. You can reach us at shelfwarmers. Give us a holler. We have new episodes every Friday. As always, remember to stay safe, wash your hands, practice social distancing, and get vaccinated when you can. Stick around to listen to a free clip of more content from us. Subscribe today and you can hear the rest of the following and more. Bye-bye. <laughs>